Here we are again, Chris. Living Room 101. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're back. <laughs> Excellent. Living Room 101. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Who's so, going first? Um, who went first last time? I can't remember. Okay. Well, this time I'm going to go first. Good man. Um, so... This is the thing, okay, I, I you know, I, I think I've skirted near this before. You're going to have to just, you know, call me out if I've done it before, but it's in my notes and it, it really needs to be said. So now, you know, I've spoken about Parks and Recreation, my obsession before, also yep. Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and this has happened in both of them. Mm. And I need it to stop because I don't really remember it happening before. I, it, it didn't happen in Seinfeld. didn't happen in Friends. Like, I don't remember it really happening before. Mm. And it's when a series has gone on for, like, a number of seasons. I did uh, yeah. Bunny Ears there. A number of seasons mm. and main cast members leave. And oh. we're just expected to carry on as if that's fine. And I'm sorry, in my book, that that's really not that's not fine. Um, mm. So this latest season of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which is like season six, series six, <laughs> um, mm. I, I don't know if you've seen it, but there's a very good character. Chelsea Peretti plays Gina, and Gina just leaves in about episode three. and Ooh, uh, Halfway through. Really, oh, not even halfway. And just mm. like, it's not really, you know, she gets another job or something. And then I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Because... When I first started watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine, here's the irony, right? My flatmate was watching it, so I started watching it with him. And Gina actually wasn't in it because mm. she was on maternity leave. So there is a period where in the show she has a baby, and so she's not in it for a bit. So I started watching it without Gina. And then she came in, and I went back to the beginning, and then I realized how much it was missing without Gina in it, you know? Yeah, and it was like, oh, thank God she hadn't really left. She was just away, and now she actually has left, which makes mm. it like doubly annoying because it's like some the bonus thing has been taken away again. Um, yeah, Park, Parks and Recreation. Just, mm -hmm. I think that's about six series, and about halfway through series five, two lead mm -hmm. characters leave. They kind of get together and move to another town. It's, like, <laughs> it's Rob Lowe and Rashida Jones. It's just like. No, yeah. no, not just moving to another town. Like, in, where are you, you going? Know, exactly. In a, in a soap opera or something, you know, or, or a drama. Yeah. People can die. Like, that doesn't an annoy me. Like, but, mm. but just, no, you're not allowed to move to another town. You're in this. You're in this. Yeah, yeah. No, I, you know. I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. And um, because you sort of feel cheated because of, you know, the time investment put in, isn't it? And then you. Huh. Do you remember when, in Emmerdale when the plane crashed? Yeah, that, in fact, is the only thing I remember in Emmerdale because I think that's the only episode I've ever yeah. seen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they just got rid of everyone. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, that, the, I, that I can get on board with. I mean, that's that's good fun. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, and, this is annoying. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. annoying. And the, the thing is, as well, though, like, they carry on, and actually the shows are still really good, and mm. they've got a lot of good characters. So, like, it doesn't, it doesn't, ruin the show but it's just like i just don't i don't feel like that job. needs to happen like, i don't i don't want to i don't want it to happen and i just feel yeah. like and then so with gina i was like right what mm. what's happened here what's happened here 
you know so yeah. i googled so did you research it yeah i was I gonna did, ask you did you research it straight on the googles because what of i'm course. assuming is that by the time these things get to that far in the actors are really on a lot of money you know it's a hit show and that maybe it just gets to the point where they're like we actually can't afford all these actors so we're gonna have to like can someone yeah but it was all very coy they don't read mm. they've got andy sandberg and chelsea pretty kind of talking about it but it's not it's not it's really not clear um you know they're mm. both trying to be polite but it's just you you don't know but i, I think it must have been a, a money thing i mean oh really you know because well, it's you, not you, you, you couldn't find out no no i mean you can you they you know you have things which pretend you know Andy Samberg talks about, you know, Gina leaving Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and you're like, okay, right, let's get to the meet, and it's just really fluffy waffle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We spoke about it, and we thought maybe this would be a good time. Because if it was just her, you know, she got a part in a film or she had to write something, they would just say that. They would just say, you know, she got another job. But I also want to say that if you, you know, we're investing in these shows, you should just, people should just be on contracts for, for that, you know. That period yeah. of time, this amount of series. I don't care if you're Rob Lowe and you might get another job, you know. If you're you're in it till the end of the series, at least. Well we can maybe yeah. think about a series changeover, but not a midway well, through. I, yeah. I imagine they had, had long contract contracts though, and so something must have untoward must have happened. Um mm. in Red Dwarf, I remember um I can't remember which season it is because I stopped watching it in the later seasons. Mm-hmm. Um this is before the reboot. Um, yeah, yeah. and, um, uh, Chris Barry sort of, who plays Rimmer, he, yeah. I think he's only in like half a series because I got this wrong on a quiz. You know how we're doing all these quizzes these days? Yeah. Yeah. It's really honing up your knowledge, isn't it? Yeah. It's like honing up your knowledge. Cause I had this on a quiz the other day Yeah, and I was saying like, um, the, I think the question was something like how many seasons were all of the core four characters it is really, um, right. in, and I was like, oh, I was quite confident because I knew that he wasn't in this season. Do you and think then, that, um, I mean, was it really season? Were people not saying series? Well, series then, series. Yeah, I mean, and, that um, was on before people said season. Okay, sorry, I'll, I'll have to recalibrate back to the, the yeah. 90s. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, um, but uh, <laughs> references are bang up to date as usual. But um, <laughs> turns out, turns out he was in for half of it. And so right. that's kind of, I don't know, sort of polished up my knowledge there. A yeah, bit, yeah, you know? yeah. Because I had, I had kind of like unpolished knowledge yeah. on, on Red Dwarf, and, and now it's like honed it up. It's like now you've really buffed that knowledge. It's buffed it. It's sanded it down. It, yeah. it looks really good. That and shiny and new. That knowledge now. <laughs> um, whereas what, before um, it was looking a bit ropey. Do you remember at that time? Because Chris Barry was also in the Britass Empire, oh. which may not stand up to a rewatch, but I remember as the funniest thing ever. Um, I'm guessing you didn't. But you're, you're a, bit, you're a just, bit older than me, so I was probably about what? 12. It's not an age thing. No, it is. Well, think about think? how a 12-year-old watches a sitcom versus how a 19-year-old watches a sitcom. You know what I mean? <laughs> you imply um, there's seven years between us. I, I am. There's not, I think there not is. quite seven years. Okay. An 18-year-old. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but I mean that's true, yeah. isn't it? You know, um, yeah. But you go, you say that, but the great sitcoms, the great sitcoms, and I'm not putting British Empire in that bracket. <laughs> no, I'm I sorry, but I'm not. No, I think that's sensible. But, 
But um, the great sitcoms are universal in terms of age. Mm. And um, I, I want to um, posit Young Ones. I want to posit Blackadder. These yeah. are sitcoms that Listen. you can enjoy on different levels. You grow up. And you'd, and you'd see a whole load, another dimension to it that you never saw Absolutely. when you were a kid. But you, you were so into it as a kid anyway. No, no. I mean, how great a sitcom is that? I know. And I've always loved The Young Ones and Blackadder when I was that age. What I'm saying, which is a slightly different point, is that there were also some probably very bad sitcoms, which I thought were equals to those when I was about 10. And now I suspect on mm. reviewing, like I've no doubt that The Young Ones and Blackadder are still great, but... Um, I just yeah, I thought but, the British Empire was hilarious, but I well, remember just, really it was because of Colin, that character Colin, who said yes, Mister Britas. I mean, I thought he was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> um, I but, think the the worrying thing I've got, the worrying thought I've got on what you've just said is that I was probably a more discerning judge at twelve than I am now. <laughs> really? You know, so <laughs> I definitely but, wasn't. Um, <laughs> I, don't know, I just sort of like trust myself to. I don't know, like, yeah, you sort of, because mm, it was limited. I mean, let's face it, it was limited mm-hmm. back in the day. of, of And so you kind of would share it around your mates and you'd put it to your your cultural p- uh, panel, wouldn't you? And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And everyone would kind of decide jointly, nah, that's not up to up to scratch. And then, um, yeah, and I, I think that's that was quite a sort of rigorous and um, process that, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. On, that only a few sitcoms pass muster. Yeah. And you remember that that thing when because there were only four channels, like you I remember that thing where you had to pretend you'd seen something because everyone had seen it, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But it, it just mustn't happen now that everyone's seen something at the same time, you know. How did you how did you feel the questions, you know? Was it like oh, oh yeah, yeah, I remember, it was good, wasn't it? it was good. I distinctly remember doing like um like a weird little detail that would be in all films like oh yeah that <laughs> bit oh, yeah. where he cr- i think i remember saying that bit where he crossed the road which... you had a get out of jail reference in your back yeah. pocket <laughs> yeah that you would yeah. play that yeah. you would play this card each time it this 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 sort of conundrum came up <laughs> yeah. yeah just like Brilliant. play it really cool really natural but just drop in a little detail which probably no one could um you know, naysay, but probably no yeah. one, no, no one else had seen it either. So you know, um, we were probably all doing the same thing. But. Yeah. Well, even the person who brought it up, no, probably they had. But but you know, yeah. I, I suspect yeah, yeah. a lot of the people in the conversation hadn't really. So this may might well have been before your time. But there was an amazing moment when Heidi High, mm. yeah, I remember. Did Heidi an ep- High. Okay, but they did a whole episode on chads, What's, right? What Which does was that like, mean? well, do you know what a chad is? No. Okay, it's like a sort of round egg-shaped head with a big nose that comes over a wall and has little fingers. Like oh, up. I know. And then yeah, yeah. Underneath it says "What know something." Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they had a whole episode on that, and um, I was really excited the day after because I thought, right, I'm going to go into school because it had snowed overnight, and I was going to do chads on the wall in snow. <laughs> and um, one of the biggest disappointments I've ever um, recorded really, um, yeah. in my psyche, was yeah. turning up to that playground and seeing the whole wall of the playground covered in chads of people oh, who got there before me. No. Yeah. No. Yep. Oh. And so I did one saying, what, no space for chads? No, I didn't. But basically the <laughs> – like, it's – it's. I know it was like a sort of testament to 
everyone watched the same things back back yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. Had everyone put what no something under their under their chad? I can't remember that detail, no. but um, I imagine they did because that's what you have to do with a chad. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, no, but these um, they're just disappearing and they're going off and doing their own thing. Um, yeah, I mean it's pretty like. I don't know, it's it's sort of toying with the audience and sort of saying, you know, this show is so established now that we can kind of do what we want and we don't really care that you're going to miss this character. Yeah. Uh, because the vagaries, the sort of like machinations of behind the scenes are winning out and mm. whatever, we can't stand working with them anymore, whatever it is, or, mm. you know, they, they or vice mm-hmm. versa. And, yeah, um, and like in Parks and Recreation, like, Leslie, the lead character, is really disappointed that her best friend's leaving, and I'm just watching it like, yeah, I'm disappointed. Don't, yeah. don't leave. Just don't go. And then yeah. Leslie comes round, and she's like, "No, this is right for you." And I'm like, "No, it's not, Leslie. I disagree. Just stay. Yeah. Just stay." But you're saying that the show. So they were kind of right in their estimation that the show has enough decent content in it without that person. To yeah. keep you on board, to keep to you on board, yeah, without the minute, yeah. I'm trying to think of well, other than Red Dwarf, if there's any other time it's happened to me, and I've just thought, oh, where's this character going? Mm. Oh, I'll tell you what, like, tell you what happened to me. I suppose it's related. Is that um, it was in um, Killing Eve, and um, oh, yeah. I think it was the first season, and um, when David Hay got murdered, his yeah, character, yeah, 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 yeah. Ah, oh, I lost so much interest in that after that mm, mm. that I'm was felt very manipulative to me it was when you saw he had a young baby and i was like he's dead <laughs> oh, yeah. you, know, you don't need david Haig, someone of david Haig's age yeah you know he must no. be around 60 to have a young baby it's like oh, well, basically there's, the, there's a reason he's got a young baby the baby just should have held up a sign and he's dead yeah you know yeah. Right? It, it, didn't <laughs> like it didn't need it to. didn't need to did it, it no didn't need to no. if david Haig was sort of you know younger you'd be like yeah yeah baby but this you're like oh yeah okay no he's dead yeah dead (laughs) he's at it Mm. it's quite funny that isn't it when you i am quite enjoying um sort of watching things and you've been able to banter in the kind of goggle box fashion i suppose but Mm, mm. been able to banter with mel as as we're watching it of like oh no he's doing it why is she saying that and (laughs) we've just watched um going on the uh theme from from last time of um bad box set recommendations yeah um we had a really good one which was um little fires everywhere oh yeah yeah on the on the amazon primes yeah and um very good is it very good and like yeah it's very good and episode one i was thinking oh oh man you know bum steer Mm. um and then and then it just sort of really grips you which is the best best way Mm -hmm. um box set can work i mean there's massive sort of like holes in the writing and stuff but it builds to this climax, which works really well. And it's one of the first, I said to Mel, like she had the same experience as well, was it's one of the first times where a last episode has actually um, been really satisfying. Yeah. And like, I can't, I don't think I can actually think when that has happened to me before. You know, it's <laughs> like always the last episode, you go, oh, it either leaves you on a cliff, cliffhanger for season two or. It just doesn't. It just rushes to the end of the story, and it's like that diminishing yeah. returns of, oh, yeah. it's finished. Oh, right, no, we found out that thing that we've been trying to find out what happened for like yeah. eight episodes. Now we found that out, and it just like it's a real letdown and anticlimax. Yeah. Um, but with this, it's it's a definite sort of um, crescendo of an mm. ending, which is great. I like. I know with girls on HBO, they did a kind of thing where Lena Dunham was like, they actually made 
like this the penultimate episode was really the final episode you would expect which had all the characters oh. in it and they kind of went over their friendship and kind of resolved some stuff and you know and then they had another episode which only had like a couple of the characters in it and was just mm. like a little coda i thought oh that's quite a clever way of doing it and you know like yeah slightly yeah. sidestepping the um the issue of like yeah is your last episode last episode enough yeah. <laughs> um, talking of endings there's a i think i've talked about this before david hare did a speech at um bfi about like things he'd learned in filmmaking yeah, yeah, yeah i talked about it in fallen idol didn't i i was i was start referring to this thing the third <laughs> the, the third who walks beside you or something yeah <laughs> bane um it's bane's though wasn't it, it wasn't bane it's bane's um bane. that's tom yeah Hardy. yeah that's not ralph richardson um <laughs> The other one of his other um, observations was um, start with a start with your ending when you're writing and um, work backwards because mm-hmm. he he said that like a lot of a lot of films I think he was talking about mainly which suffer from like diminishing returns as you're going through because you're mm. you're solving a lot of the problems going through sort of thing um, and he's saying you know start with your ending yeah and work backwards That's but good, there you it? go it's good advice I don't know it's good isn't it it's good isn't yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah, so I can't really think. Am I going to put it into Living Room 101? Um, I mean, why not? What's the argument against? Just let's have everyone on contracts to the end of the series. I don't think it's about the contracts. I think that she will have been on a contract and something will have come up and they'll have renegotiated the contract for her to get out of it and to leave. Mm. Uh, so they start off with the best intentions, but mm. things, things happen. I mean, it's real life. People have to go on to do mm. other things with their lives, you know? Mm. Um well, the trouble is, Chris. It hasn't. Happening. Well, it hasn't. It hasn't happened to me mm, okay. in the same way it has to you, you know. And um, you also saying to me that you're still watching it and it hasn't ruined it. Oh. Um, and actually, what might happen is that you know a little bit like a maybe like a, a relationship ending or something like that, where you know you, you at the time you it's devastating. Um, and but in the long run, you'll look back and go. Actually, I'm appreciating life in a different way now. No. So you're appreciating no, you're appreciating that <laughs> that series in a different way with a different set of characters and maybe no, you know, unknown no, to us, I, she was a cat among the pigeons, and now they're all getting on better. And actually, it grows to a better place than it I, would have ever no, got to when she no, was in no, it. No, no, I don't care if they're getting on better on a personal level. It's I'm in deficit. So actually, very early on in Parks and Rec, one character leaves and they bring in some others and it actually improves it. And you're like, that's fine. This is a substitution. Like, I don't mind this. <laughs> but that was that was a deficit. We didn't get, they didn't get replaced. You know, we just had to But it's a leaner version. It's characters. like, yeah, well, but it's a leaner version and those characters have more space now to breathe. And then you might be appreciating it in, you know, a few episodes time on a just a no. much more profound level. No, I didn't. Okay. <laughs> um, oh, I can't put it in. Sorry. Why not? Because it hasn't happened to me. Like it's happening to you. Just and I think there like are the arguments. judge in court just being like, oh, "I'm sorry, your house has been burgled," but I'm not that angry at this guy, even though he seems to have done it because my house hasn't been burgled. There was a scene in the uh, little fires that- because you know Every- you're a judge. Probably got quite a big house. There's a scene like like this in Little Fires Everywhere, where I was talking about holes in the script and they don't really explain why the judge sort of rules in favour of one of the characters. It's mm. never really explained. Right. Um, 
So um, there's a, I don't know why I mentioned that. It's a parallel. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's because you haven't really explained you know, no, I need to be more discerning. I've been so I've been so soft on your. Um, you have not. Past. I, have, you I have. I'm taking a leaf out of your book. It's your own fault. Oh God! I think the last episode I put all of yours in, and you didn't put mine in. It's it's something that's happened recently. I'm being more. You're more like strict. you think you're like you know this benevolent dictator, but you're really just just a dictator. Well, it's the sort of arrogance of power, isn't it? Once yeah. you've been. Yeah. As a dictator, the, the longer you go on, well, it'll be interesting. You know, it'll be interesting to see what happens now. You know, <laughs> <laughs> listen, I'm just taking a leaf out of your book. I'm not going super super hard on it. Well, the, now I'm going to take a leaf out of your book, which ironically was originally in my book. I'm just going to take my leaf back. Hmm. Okay. A leaf? We'll we'll, is that we'll see. Why do we not say take a page out of your book? I don't know. Yeah, like a fly leaf. Don't know. Yeah. Anyway, there it is. Mm. Um, just one go. quick thing I thought of because you said Ralph Richardson. Um, I, did. I have a feeling Ralph Richardson, mm. like it, to to people who knew him, I have a feeling he was a wraith. And I wondered if we couldn't just put people whose name is Ralph being referred <laughs> to as wraith in. So Rafe okay. finds Rafe Richardson. That's the- Ray Fiennes is the big one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, if you were talking to me just without us kind of flagging this issue up, would, yeah. what would you say? What do you mean? What would you say, Ray or Ralph? For for Ray Fiennes or, or <laughs> Ralph Richardson? I would say Ray Fiennes and I would say Ralph Richardson, even though I'm yeah. pretty so you, sure he was a Rafe. You'd never say Ralph Fiennes? Oh, no, of course not. That's you know. Do, does anybody say Ralph Fiennes? Only people who've only ever seen it written. I don't know who they well, would be. That's me. I think I say Ralph Fiennes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Do you? Surely not? not. Everyone His says Ralph. Ralph. Well, li- listen, I admire your commitment to just being literal, but everyone calls him Ralph Fiennes. Everyone knows <laughs> it's Ralph Fiennes. I know, I know, I know. I think I call him Ralph as well, but I haven't had occasion to talk about him. Um, the you know Ranulph finds yeah that's his uncle um yeah mm-hmm. Ranulph and he's Rafe yeah Ranulph and Rafe they're they're literally mm. akin but yeah similar names aren't they so yeah. Ranulph finds is is okay with all his consonants and his vowels being pronounced in his but but um, yeah he should, really should be called Ranafe Ranafe that's what I was thinking yeah yeah. 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 Well, maybe that was what we can take to them. We'll say, listen, Rafe and Ranulf, can we have you yeah. being called Ralph and Ranulf or Rafe and Ranafe? See what they say. <laughs> yeah. Um, we might get to do that one day. Yeah, maybe. You know, you never know. Um, um, and maybe Joseph finds Rafe's brother could be <laughs> Joseph. Or Yof. <laughs> <laughs> um Anyway, maybe you could just put that into Living Room 101, um, the name Ralph being pronounced Rafe. So you don't like it being pronounced Rafe? No, I just think it's a bit much, isn't it? Yeah, let's let's put that in. Okay, cool. I mean, Thank Ralph you. Richardson is, is a far more iconic actor than Rafe Fiennes. Not, not these days. Well, yeah, but in the canon of acting. Yeah. Isn't he? So Yeah, but I Rafe... Think he takes- 
He takes pref- precedence, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> so if his is Ralph, then it's got to be Ralph throughout, I would say. Mm. Mm. But if you hear any old theatrical story about him, I'm, I'm pretty sure everyone called him Rafe. Maybe they did. <laughs> but maybe in the, it was on those days that, like, you know, the people in the know liked liked the fact they were in the know to give to give him his sort of like proper, ne- proper oh, name. Sure, sure. And and um and so they were happy that the hoi polloi were just carrying yeah. on with Ralph. Well, it's like actors. I don't know if you know anyone like this, but there are those actors that their name that they go by in life is not their is not their stage name. Oh yeah, you're aware of these people. So then you yeah, know, totally, yeah. you know. In the industry, you know, if someone's, they like to flag up that they're quite close to these people by talking, talking about them with their real name. Yeah. I, yeah. I once, I don't know him at all, but I was once introduced to James Darcy, you know, James Darcy, and um, his name is Simon. I was like, <laughs> this is Simon. And I was like, yeah. um, <laughs> it's not, it's James Darcy. <laughs> um, but yeah, his name's Simon. Did you say no? It's not to his face. No, I didn't. I said no. hello, Simon, and then I thought, but that's James Darcy, and it, it was. Yeah, and uh, that was just that was it. But he was Simon, and fair enough. You know, fair enough. Yeah, it is odd when it's like it's not a derivative of the original. It's just yeah, it's just a different yeah. one. Yeah, that's kind of odd. Isn't Richard, it? there's a yeah. theatre actor called Richard McCabe um, who gets called Bill. Mm. Everyone's just like Bill, and it's just like oh, okay, all right, Bill. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, Fair enough. that kind of thing. Yeah. Why am I saying that? Don't know. I don't know why I'm saying that. Okay. But that's gone in. That's gone in. Okay, Rafe. Good. Rafe for Ralph's gone in. Brilliant. Um, I've got something for you. Yes, please. Okay. So um, I'm out and about now. So all of mine recently have been like lockdown related inside, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I'm out and about a bit more. And um, but um, it's still lockdown related in a way because. We're having to queue, aren't we? We're having to queue everywhere. Mm, um, at a two-metre distance. At a two-metre interval distance, yeah. And um, it's, yeah, um, that's fair enough. That's what we have to do. So this, um, the thing I want you to put into Living Room 101, Chris, is um, the queue hoverer. Mm, okay. Okay. Go on, explain. Uh, uh, all right. So, yeah, I mean, this used to happen before lockdown, before there are queues everywhere. Yeah. Um, and, um, yeah, I'll give you an explanation of exactly what this is. This is basically, you're in the queue. You've been there for, you know, a while, wait, waiting your turn. Mm-hmm. Um, and someone will turn up kind of near where you are, yeah. which is sometimes, you know, near the front of the queue because you've been waiting for such a long time. Mm. Um, or you might even be in the middle of the queue because it's a bigger queue. Um, and this this person will turn up. Round about your place, near near the you know near the front of the queue, round about where you are, yeah, hovering, hovering, yeah, um, to sort of go. I know I should queue, but but where's my special dispensation? <laughs> you know, and they're looking, yeah. and they're looking at sort of above your head. They sort of catch your eye a little bit, and then they're looking above your head and left to right. And yeah, I can see this is the queue, but 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 I just want to go in. I just want, but I just want to go in. And and how? Yeah. Where's where's my Special, um, you know, where, where are the rules that are sort of specially pertaining to me that I don't have to queue? Because obviously I don't have to queue yeah. because I'm special. So, so I'm just hovering here, just looking for looking for that gap, that that sort of uh, figuratively and and in reality to to actually just go into the shop without queuing. Yeah. Because obviously that's what 
I want to do, um, and that's you know something that I have every right to do. Yeah. Um, and so I'm, and I'm, 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 I've got sh- something surely, else on later this afternoon, and I don't well, want exactly, to wait yeah. in this queue. No, I don't want to wait in this queue, and, and surely it's here somewhere. You know, still looking like it takes. Yeah. Where's and then the you sign just, you that get, says I can yeah. just come in because I'm you know. Just, where it, um, you know, where just... is it? You know, um, <laughs> where, um, where? Come on, it must be here somewhere. Is it at the back there? Is it? Is there someone the I could no, just? No. Could I just? Yeah, is there someone I can just talk to about this? Yeah, because, yeah. because you know that I don't queue. I'm, yes. I'm not a queuer. I've got to pick up um, glasses at Specsavers. I, I, don't, yeah. you know. Yeah, well, I and and you know, I've got them. I'm parked on a double yellow, and um, you yeah, know, obviously, yeah, you need special dispensation I mean, to get in. Is this um, really the queue? Like, is this? Is, yeah, is this? Is this it? Is this it? Um, oh, I've even put a finger up to my mouth as I describe <laughs> it. Oh, is this? Is this? Is this where I should be? Is this my is queue? This, is this? Is this, this the queue, queue for me? Like, is is this, this the queue to get into the shop where I want to be? Because I actually want to go in now. I don't want to wait in this queue. Yeah. So where's my special dispensation? Where's where's the ru- yeah. where's the rule change? Where's the sign that says I should just you know wait in a tiny little queue or <laughs> not even queue at all? Where's the little sign? It's, I'm still looking at it. It must be here somewhere. And like, oh yeah, you're, I've caught your eye there. You're looking angry, but but I'm still looking. I'm still just umming and ahhing and, and oh, just feeling my chin a little bit and uh, mm. just checking up and down the street now and maybe even checking my phone. Have I got a text? Has it been sent to me on a, t- on a text? <laughs> Is there a special code that I need to give to somebody, like possibly nu- numerical, that I need to give to somebody that allows me to be waved in? Because I want to wave in. I want, I want to be waved in. Um, I want someone from the shop to come out on the step and just go, you, um, oh, oh, it's you, yeah, sorry, yeah, you, you, you come here, come here, and they beckon. They beckon, um, f- you know, fervently because obviously, you know, they I'm very important and need to be in the shop. They want me in the shop, obviously, as soon as possible. And so they're they're beckoning me. They're, yeah, you you there. Yeah, you you don't have to queue. Come in. I come did, in. Come I on. I didn't used to queue. I know. Ne- I've, I've been coming to supermarkets for thirty years. I've, I've never, never queued. queued before. I've never queued before. <laughs> Why do I have to queue now? Yeah. Well, look, my- you know, as a, um, you know, a British person with certain queue anxiety, like all British people, I have like the slightest bit of empathy for these people in what? the sense that, well, hear me out. There are occasionally those queues that you just aren't sure if they're the queue <laughs> you are for a queue hoverer. No, you're a queue hoverer. No, you're no, a queue hoverer. No, but what I'm saying is, what if that person has done something like, for example, is it possible they've done a click and collect, and they're <laughs> not sure if they have to queue <laughs> to pick it up, or if that allows them to just collect their shopping? That's the kind of thing I can imagine happening to me and then queuing for half an hour and then someone says, oh, click and collect, that's round the back, you know? Yeah, but it's- no, a click and collector, a click and collector is, is asking the queue. I mean, that, that's your, that's your yeah, bona fide click and collector. That's They're coming true. up to someone, is this the queue for click and collect? Yeah. Yeah, you know, if you've click and collected, you're gonna you're gonna ask someone. You're gonna say, "Oh, are you queuing yeah. for click and collect?" Yes, we are. You know, maybe passive aggressive r- response. If you've clicked, but you'll still get to the back. You've clicked and are yeah. collecting. Yeah, <laughs> um, I. Uh, there's one. There's like there are certain places like the Prince Charles Cinema in, in Leicester Square is one of these places mm-hmm. where there's always a queue like outside the building, and I, I, there's you know there's only I am always a bit like if you've booked a ticket, I'm like, do I have to go? do I sort of jump this queue to go into the box office to get my ticket, but then come back out to the back of the queue. But then I'm worried that the people in the queue are going to think I'm just heading straight Mm. in. Are are you even queuing for the same film? 
you know, there are certain mm. places. I mean, I work it out eventually, but mm. I don't know. There are certain situations where I, I understand the anxiety of the queue hoverer. But this is, you know, this is queues for shops that in the past haven't haven't had queues. Yeah. So yeah. it's because it's locked down. So it's obvious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very obvious that this is the queue that all us people who have gone through this whole horrendous situation, you know, are having to now endure queuing up for the shop we never used to queue for. Yeah. 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 Then queue over turns up, <laughs> sees that anxious. obvious, sees that very obvious queue, you know? Yeah. 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 This is a lockdown queue. There's no click and collect situation. Mm. There's there's no tickets being collected at the box office. Yeah. You know, there's no theaters open or cinemas for a start. You know, and they're still hovering, going, "Where's my Where's my special case? Yeah. Where's my special yeah. treatment?" They, you know, and I just think that that is what's getting my goat here. So, right? are you ever tempted to do a sort of passive aggressive? Can I help you? Or do, well, you, do my, you need my padding and hard my padding my padding and hard stare? Yeah. It's so hard stare e by that point that if they caught my eye, then they they immediately they immediately go to the back of the queue. Oof, really? Because so well, you they just, know you just lock your your Paddington stare right on them. I I mean, I'm afraid I I do. Yeah. Which, wow. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it's very very annoying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone, but everyone's Paddington hard staring them. Yeah, yeah. Like in the queue, they they can see Hoverer, you know, and yeah. they're all we're all in the same boat. Yeah. You know, okay. there might be one person on the phone who hasn't seen, but everyone else is very, very <laughs> alert to it. You know what I mean? Um, um, and so yeah. we're all, it's a barrage of, of panicking hard, hard stairs and still there's a hovering going on. That's, you know, that's getting beyond now. Yeah, that doesn't like, still hovering. I um, no, that's not cool. I once had a thing in a in a train station in France where I'd booked booked a train, and you you can collect your. This is about at least ten years ago, but still, you could put your card in and get your train ticket out the machine, like in the UK. But it just wouldn't print my ticket, and I was getting more and more flustered. And it turns <laughs> out it just doesn't do it with foreign cards for some reason. But like my train was leaving in like five minutes, and there was a mm. huge queue at the ticket desk mm. and I just I would never normally do this but just mm. went straight to the front and it was american people i think in the front and I was just like I'm so sorry my train's about to leave the machine isn't working and they just let me go and I just had to go straight to the next yeah. person I was like yeah. a queue of like it would have taken about half an hour huge queue yeah. and spoke to him got my ticket ran got on the train and it was just like what an experience! Like I've just, like, right. yeah. I mean, it yeah. kind of well, wasn't really my fault, but I still like had just people have been queuing for ages, and I just snuck in. Yeah. Oh my god, they must have been so annoyed. Listen, um, that is absolutely fine. Okay, thank you. Yeah, and there's like what I want to say is like that is fine. You went up to the first, but you said, "Look, this is the situation." Yeah, you know, it's just you know, I've got to get in there and I've got to be away. Um, <laughs> I mean, for a start, this was for a bakery that happened to me the other day. You know, yeah, so yeah. It, you know you haven't got emergency buns. I'm sorry, no, no. And like you might like number really, two, really want a bun, but yeah, but you haven't got emergency thing. buns. No, you know the buns aren't leaving yeah. the shop. Yeah, um, yeah. like a train. Yeah, <laughs> like number two, Q jumpers. I'm kind of all right with. Oh, really? Because right? there's a certain well, honesty to their dishonesty. There's an upfront. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's straightforward. It's awful. Let's face it. It's awful. <laughs> yeah, it's awful. Yeah, yeah. People who jump queues. It's awful. But when you see it happening, like, and it's brazen, mm. you kind of like go, 
oh god that's a q jumper and i might actually say something you know there's a q here mate or whatever it is yeah yeah, yeah. but at least it's honest yeah <laughs> q yeah. hoverer it's it's the pretense that they're a civilized person mm, mm-hmm. yeah sure sure it's the pretense that they're civilized you know can, what i mean and i, I ask, just think can i ask oh. how you feel about this sort of situation where you're in a busy cinema say and your friend mm. has been queuing, for, you know, they've got their pick and mix quickly. They know what they like. They like the little white mice and they like the cola bottles. They've, they've been quick. So they're like... Crazy combo. Yeah. So they're three from the front of the queue. The queue is now 12 people long. You finally mm. decide you're having Maltesers. Actually, you're having Maltesers and Revels. You can't decide betwixt the two. Yep. Now, how do you feel about then going and joining your friend? Or do you have to join the back of the back of the queue? So they've sort of um, used up queuing time by um, they've replaced queuing time with uh, pick and mix selection mm-hmm. yeah. time. Yeah. If you're like a separate um, entity, you're paying separately. Gosh, I'm, I'm very torn on this. Yeah. I'm very torn on it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, See, these- oh, it's 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 to do it's to do with the kind of way it's done. Yeah. Yeah. The way it's done, and I think that the, I think it's quite obvious sometimes when someone has set out to replace their queuing time with pick and mix selection time, and it's quite obvious by body language. Maybe they're giving you the side eye a couple of times. They're giving the queue the side eye. They're, they're, there's an awareness of the queue of how long it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And they're just watching their mate, kind of you know. And actually, it's pretty, it's pretty unfair on the mate as well, isn't it? Because yeah. you know, so they're sort of like taking advantage. It's like someone who says to you at college. Um, can I have a look at your essay? I haven't done mine. It's due in tomorrow. You know you've done yours. They know you've done yours. Yeah. And they go, can I have a look at yours? <laughs> and you go, yeah, you can. And I always, you know, I had a mate who did this at college. And he said, I would give him the essay yeah. to look at. Um, yeah. But he did it like on three occasions. And, and by the third time, there was aware- an awareness in him that he was taking the piss by yeah. Yeah. like, and like there was a sort of like, oh, you mug, you've done the essay. I haven't. I'm just going to kind of copy, copy yours. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. And, and we're in a little friendship group in the bar when it happened, which I'm thinking about. And, like, <laughs> and I said, no, I'm not going to do it. And he's got what? He's got what? Yeah. And I go, no, no, you're taking the piss. Like, you know, you're taking the piss. And someone who I was with luckily kind of backed me up because uh, I was on, I was on dodgy ground. But, um, <laughs> no, but I think the problem with that is as well, it diminishes your essay. Like the person marking it doesn't know who's copied who. Well, they probably do, but you know, mm. it's yeah. not like, you know, that that's diminishing you. Um, yeah. So, so if the way it's done, if, if it's genuinely, they can't decide, you know, they've got the body language of a ditherer or something like that, where they're just, mm, Oh mm. God, I'm a ditherer. Sometimes I just, you know, revels or Maltesers. That is like a nuanced decision that needs time. Yeah. yeah. Like, so if it's that body language, then I'm like, I'm all right with it. I think. I think the um, I think the all important thing is if you're paying together or separately. If you're paying separately, then you're a different queuer. You know, um, I think I'm the kind of person yes. that does yeah. join the friend in the queue, but feels a bit bad about it. Does not look back. I don't want to see the eye rolls. You know. No. And then no. I might even say, "Do you want to get this?" And I'll get X. You know, just to speed oh. it up. You know. Um, oh. But to also kind of justify your queue joint. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So you're paying together. Yeah. yeah. Um, there is mm. also the related thing, which is quite enjoyable, where you're in the prep queue and it's quite long, and then the person in mm. front of you realizes they wanted a ginger shot and they haven't got it. <laughs> so they leave <laughs> the queue and they pick it up, and then you see they're thinking, oh, I sort of have to go to the back now. But you really magnanimously say, 
oh, no, it's all right, mm. you know, and then you let mm. them back in the queue. That's satisfying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. So there's sort of there's a the satisfaction of being generously queued. And yeah. actually, you know, in your case, when you were getting the ticket in, in France, yeah. you know, that, that person, would, you know, they felt good about letting you in because yeah. they could see your desperation. Yeah. It's all about, yeah. you know, what they observed in you. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> the queue the, <laughs> the hoverer. Yeah. The queue hoverer. Come on. Come on. Open and shut. Well, my only argument against was um, uh, the, the click and collect. But, you know, they can ask. They can ask. They can ask. They can ask. Oh, this is annoying. Yeah, it's going in. Yeah. Yeah, thank God. I mean, I can't think of a way not to let that in. I hate a hoverer. I generally hate a hoverer. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you the worst hoverer I'm experiencing at the moment in the mm. like slightly warmer months is the blue bottle hovering mm. in the room fizzing mm. around the place just mm. moving left and right trying to get out the window it's just yeah. like dude just piss off yeah you know? i know I, in fact i had it's one so just just before stupid. we recorded i had to open mm. the door and try and get it out and also i'd like i don't want to squish mm. it on my pad just get out stop mm. hovering around yeah I mean, you, I was in uh, I was in the park the other day with Stan, and um, do you get this thing where you're with someone else and you see all these flies above someone's head? Yeah, but yeah. but like that's like the only place they are. They're not like anywhere else. They just sort of hu- what is that? Is that like heat rising from someone? Maybe or something like Maybe. that. Maybe yeah. there's, there's a really really weird thing going on in in my parents' back garden at the moment where they've got this black <laughs> like black <laughs> reflective table. And on hot days, it's obviously nice. something to do with the heat. There's like this weird kamikaze squad of tiny little like buggy flies, but they've got a like, I think they've got a hard shell, but they look like flies buzzing around it. But they're all like flying above it, but then they're collapsing and dying on the table. It's so weird. And like, you know, people come around a bit at the moment because you do the garden thing. And we actually had to like, you know, the table's useful for putting drinks and things on. But we actually had to (laughs) say to my dad, this is disgusting. (laughs) I I, had like a glass of wine and one of them just dropped in the water. I was like, we had (laughs) to move the table and not have a table. I I don't know. It's obviously something to do with it's reflecting a lot of heat. Although black is supposed to retain the heat, isn't it? But anyway. They're, they're absolutely oh, loving it, these weird bugs. Yeah. Um, that is weird. Yeah. Black, shiny, reflective table. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like kind of quite kinky in a way. <laughs> yeah, it's very kinky in the back garden. Yeah, a, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I hope it's sort not of, kinky. I desperately hope it isn't. Sort um, of fetish table. <laughs> I kept saying, I was like, we need to get a t- tablecloth for this. And they're like, oh, there's one in the garage, but you know, it's all folded up somewhere. And who can be bothered yeah. looking for that? Not me. Not me either. No, no. I mean, there's all these different behavior for flies, isn't there? It's, I don't know. Just um, the secret life of flies. Like there's those little ones that kind of just go in a, seem to go in a kind of regulated pattern yeah, in the center of the room. Weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Them fellas, they're weird. Yeah. What are they doing? What are they up to? Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> that's pretty much it. So it was just just the two this week. Actually, we had a little uh, bonus bonus rafe, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, that's true. But basically, again, mine didn't go in, but yours went in. What do you mean again? This is that happened last time. That happened last time. I had two. Well, that didn't last time, go in. but or I had one yeah, that but, didn't go in, and you had two that went in. I've been so generous across the series. 
If you're going to take an aggregate. Really? I don't know that that's true. I think you just feel like you have. <laughs> you might be right. Yeah. That's sort of often the way with, uh, I don't know, thoughts I get about myself in my head. <laughs> it's just, you just think it's you're just a, a really like generous guy. Yeah, kind, I'm not. caring. No, you're just, yeah. wink, just denying me entries. Well, going back to the Paddington Hard Stare, yeah. uh, Mel is forever pulling me up on the fact my default face is like this kind of weird, aggressive stare. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a little bit because sometimes I kind of, I mean, my sight's all right. It's better than my hearing. But um, <laughs> but I do kind of like sometimes peer at things a mm, little bit. You know mm, what I mean? Mm. And yeah. um, apparently that, apparently Mel... Mel just catches me, just, what are you doing? She goes, what are you doing? Like that. And I go, uh, I go, what do you mean? She goes, you, you just stared at that blow. You just stared at him like as if you were going to punch him or something. I said, what? And I'm, I'm often just thinking about something completely yeah, yeah. different, you know, like yeah. something, actually something really nice, you know, flowers or something. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, Walk in the countryside. Um, <laughs> the worst with that, I, I got um, pulled over because I was like coming back late at night through Streatham mm-hmm, in the car mm-hmm. and a police car pulled up next to me and I was just absolutely mindedly thinking of something else and just looking at them like that and they just like they pulled me over and like <laughs> said you were and then they said to me you know you were just staring at us no. like really aggressively that's hilarious um, anyway well it is lovely, yeah isn't it? it's been good yeah <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so what I'm going to do now Chris is sign off so I'm going to say bye-bye now oh right slightly sort of um wild west vibe to that um you well, you like say well, West, but yeah. it was actually taken from uh, Radio T's. I used to listen to as a kid growing up in the Northeast. All right. Yeah. Okay. So Wild East, if anything. All right. Okay. Well, I'm going to say goodbye. Goodbye.